Hello and welcome to Women Camp. Thank you for joining the conversation with the Women Camp community today. Women Camp is a women's empowerment community where we are motivating women to fulfill their purpose. This broadcast is designed to inspire, motivate, and encourage women of all ages, shapes, colors, and sizes. We are all women here to be courageous, anointed, mighty, and powerful. Stay tuned and join the conversation with your host, Servola and the Women Camp Team. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. Um, 
I've gotten so much out of this this month of couples talk and talking real. A uh, couple of the things that really have uh, hit me, if you will, or really made an impact on me is and uh, our discussions about uh, really about communication. And I know several of us uh, the past weeks we constantly keep coming back to the communication, the communication of what I'm finding in our relationship because it's ever evolving and ever growing. Uh, what I'm finding is that the better we learn to communicate, uh, the, the, the better or quicker we are able to process through any of the, the issues that come up in our relationship. Um, I also really um, enjoy the conversation about um, intimacy. <laughs> uh, as someone said when they were talking about it, they were saying, into me you see. Uh, and so uh, that always uh, makes me chuckle when we talk about intimacy. Uh, I love my wife, and I know she loves me. And, and, and there are times when uh, we're not on the same schedule, if you will, but uh, one of the things that I love about about her and about us is that we we constantly fight to get back to that intimate moment, those intimate times. And and it's just uh, intimacy is not just a, a one part of the day thing. It it lasts. Uh, it, it's an all day thing, if you will, an all month thing. Um, <laughs> and so I I really enjoyed uh, the intimacy and then. And like I said, it was so many other things. I could mention uh, the finances, the children, all those those different areas. Um, they really, really, as couples, um, and I'm talking about in general, as couples, we all have to understand that a marriage takes a lifetime. You know, I, I was just blessed to be able to, uh, to officiate a wedding in the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, it was interesting seeing the couple prepare for the wedding. Um, but I just had to share with them what I share with so many other couples is, you know, we all prepare for the wedding, but how many people prepare for the marriage? Uh, and then as we're going through the marriage, how many people are willing to uh, uh, stick to it? Um, the, two, the two people in the relationship, the husband and the wife, we're on the same team. We're, we're not against each other, but I think a lot of times, especially when marriages break down and break up, uh, we begin to look at each other as adversaries. Well, there's only one adversary in any marriage relationship, and, and that's the enemy. Uh, but uh, my wife and I and you and your, your spouse, you're both on the same team. And with any team, there are times when one team member is carrying the majority of the load, and then there's a time when, when the time is flipped, the roles are flipped, and the other team member is carrying the majority of the road. And we want those times to be minimal. Uh, and, and so the way that we, we balance them out is, is uh, communicating with each other and and even more so, more than communicating with each other, what I've found is is that the more that I communicate with God, the more that I talk to to my my, my God, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the, the better of a husband I am. Because he teaches me how to love my wife as he loved 
the church. She teaches me how to be willing to uh, sacrifice in her moments of weakness, uh, but not get prideful about it. Uh, and and so I just find that um, when the scripture says that a three-chord strand is not easily broken, uh, that is true. That is true. So wow, wow. There's a lot, and as you can, as you all can see, there's been so much. So those of you who us on the podcast, you can go back in, and those of you who are unfamiliar with the podcast, you can go on www.women-camp.com, and you'll be able to log in and be able to our podcast and get the information. The key thing in this um, that we've been talking. Hi, ladies. I'm Sabola Frazier. Spring forward fearlessly with me and the Women Camp community on May 13th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. here in Orlando. As ambitious women, we start well, but sometimes we experience what I call the midpoint cloudiness and struggle our way to the finish line. This is the area of our journey where we are tempted to take shortcuts, give up goals, or simply let go of our dreams. Have you lost your focus lately? Are you feeling a bit overwhelmed? I've experienced this myself, and I have good news to share with you. I invite you to join me for tea, where I will show you that you can blow through the cloudiness and finish strong. Space is limited, so reserve your ticket today at www.women-camp.com. Wow. So we one of the things that I really enjoyed about the segment that we've been having on um, the broadcast is the, the, the stories that we've been sharing about how things have affected us and how our faith in God and our love toward each other have we been able to use those to be able to, to bridge the gap and how we can't do what we do without God. Um, and so I want to give it over to some of the other folks on the broadcast with us today. As you know, we are trying to experience a little bit of technical difficulty, and, um, but we're back rolling. And so I want to uh, tag in to we have um, uh, Trish and uh, we have uh, Robert Samantha and Pastorius and um, Doc and Bishop on the line with us today. And so I want to give you guys an opportunity to, to kind of chime in on this and share, you know, Dr. George kind of hit on a lot when he was talking about communication. And if I were to say one of the major things that couples can really take away from our segment is, you know, is that communication piece. What do you all think, um, Doc and uh, Bishop, what do you guys think? Well, good morning, good morning. He hit it right on the point, Sabola, uh, when he was talking about that, because it's it's so easy for us to fall into that that snare, and we, we really don't understand. Uh, actually, a lot of times when we're headed in that direction, we can't even see it. We, we're so focused on what we're doing that we feel as if what we're doing is right and there is no wrong in it, and we can't see how um, the enemy is, is just setting things up for us to fail. But I thank God that he's always present, you know, that he gives us a way out, he gives us an answer, and he shows us 
you know, even in the midst of, of, of our failures and our disappointments in life, that he's still yet God and he cares and he's loving and he, 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 he gives us that, that compassionate side of himself, even though he's not happy, but he gives us that compassionate side of himself. And I believe that's something that we as couples can can take into our relationship to understand that it takes us to have, uh, for us to have that compassion and, you know, with the love that we have for one another to be demonstrated during times when we're disappointed or upset or or angry with one another when we're being tested and tried and 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 the different temptations are are presented and 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 and, and placed before us, we have to de- de- uh, demonstrate that side that God demonstrated unto us, and that's that care and that love, uh, uh, that compassionate side. Even though you know we're not happy with what takes place, we still can't you know just throw. You know, I, I, they always got this little saying that, you know, you can't throw the baby out with the, you know, the bathwater. And, and and it's so true because, you know, you still want the baby. The baby is still, you know, so much a part of you uh, 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 more so than the water is. So, you know, you want to hold on to the baby. And that's the same analogy I would like to use when you're talking about us as spouses. We want to hold on to one another. We want to gravitate to one another. We don't want to uh, uh, throw each other away because we're having hard times, because we're having difficult times. And, 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 and I think that it's so important for us to understand that that love and that compassion is, is, is one of the, the number one, uh, 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 actually, it's the best uh, uh, that we can give to one another in life during those times. I apologize, everyone. We're we're experiencing some technical difficulties this morning, um, but we're just going to continue to move forward, and I'll do some edits um, when we when this goes back out to release it to the podcast. Um, you know, Dr. Charlene was sharing with us some really key things and talking to us about some of the things that come up in our lives as as couples and the things that we deal with and recognizing how the compassion and love that we have toward each other is so important and recognizing the importance of staying connected and and doing what God wants us to do in our marriages. Um, Samantha and Pastor Thaddeus, if you would just share with us some key things that stuck out to you all in the broadcast over the month. Amen. Good morning, everyone. God bless you. Uh, I would I would have to say I, I I've really enjoyed just the couples uh, being together and coming on and discussing the different topics uh, because it allows us to get different viewpoints, the male and the female viewpoint of of each uh, question or or uh, area of concern, each topic that you you've asked us, whether it be finances or communication or intimacy. It's it's the balanced. Um, viewpoint of each topic that I've really enjoyed because it's allowed us to see uh, from both the male and the female perspective of how uh, how relationships come to be, how they form, and, and how we stay together as couples. Um, 
and and I think it's very important for for people to hear this because it allows us to uh even as single people it allows you to have a foundation to stand on and something to uh to look forward to as a couple because uh, as an individual and then knowing what you're going into as a couple because to to walk into a situation blindly you're expecting the movie uh, version of relationships, but when we walk in with actual real life information from from couples that have walked through certain situations and that are walking through uh, certain situations, then we're we're able to have a better foundation when it comes to marriage and in particular uh, Christian marriages. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Um, I agree, and now it's something that I think that we we both all have been saying is perspective. And when we use that in regards to communication, I think that is a, a vital part of, of of growing is understanding each other's perspective. And um, it reminds me, as Christ, when he saw the people, how he was moved with compassion um, because he, he saw their situation. And so it's one of those things when we were able to see uh, and see it with compassion or see it from a from the perspective that Christ sees it from it, it opens us up to not be in our selfish zone, if you will, but allows us to to be open to uh, to receive and to 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 give us a, a bigger understanding of, of what's going on besides our narrow view of things. So I think that's a, a vitally vitally important when it comes to, like I said, uh, marriage relationships and and just kind of in general uh, learning how to relate with one another is having uh, the mindset and the willingness to have an open perspective and to see it from somebody else's point of view. Amen. Amen, amen. So as as we've all been sharing some of our stories and, and we've been sharing some of the impacts that we've had in our marriage, and, and I want us to kind of go through and talk about some of the key things that we realize have, um, you know, been the glue for us that kept our marriage vibrant and the things that we do now to, to keep our marriage moving forward and growing. But I think that that's the a lot of times couples get to a place to where they plateaued in their marriage and things are just, you know, they feel like things are just going to be the same and they're looking for, in a sense, life or energy. Um, and so they may classify their marriage as dying or dead. But I think that marriage itself is, is a growth process. You know, we're growing in our marriages because we're growing as individuals and as people. And as we grow as individuals, then obviously it makes, it makes sense that our marriage grow because we learn stuff about ourselves as we get as we get more mature or older, however you want to classify it. And as we're as we're growing in age and in stature and in our maturity, then the things how we take things in our marriage begins to change and adjust. You know, whereas when George and I first got married, you know, I might have gotten offended off of something that he said to me, but because we've been married for years, he could say something to me that might have offended me when we first got married. But now I'm just like, okay, that's just George. Or I may say, okay, well, that's how you think about it. But now because we, you know, I have confidence in our marriage, then I may respond back and say, well, no, this is how that made me feel. Or, you know, because I know that he respects me, I know that he loves me, I know that he's not going anywhere. But I think that sometimes in the earlier phases of our marriage, we we are we're shaken a lot, and so we may feel as though there's no room to be able to have that open line of communication 
Uh, and if I were to say something that I believe really stuck out in our marriage is George and I, we used to have, well, we do this thing every once in a while. So this is me being a little transparent. George is in the background laughing now because he already knows what I'm going to say. But we had, you know, we had our sessions where we would just share the naked truth. And we would literally get naked and we would sit in front of each other. And I'm fidgety, so I would sit on my hands. And um, and we would just share with each other some of the things that, you know, we were dealing with and just some of the things that we thought about each other, you know, what we loved most about each other. And this was in a time where we were just working on being more intimate, more open with each other. Not that we weren't being honest, but there were some areas where we, where we, were, we weren't sharing. We weren't sharing how we felt about certain things. And so, so we just got butt naked, sat in front of each other, and just started having these talks with each other. And, of course, you know, there was some nice benefits to it, I must admit. But, but just sharing that this year, that there are there's different things. That, that worked for us. It may, not, it may not work for you, but as a couple, you're learning to grow together, and you have to do what works for you. You have to communicate in a way that works for you. And there may be some couples that have been married for years, and they can talk to each other a certain way. And you know, those of us who are who are sitting on the sidelines would be like, uh, I wouldn't get away with saying that to my husband. But we don't have that relationship with you know, we don't have the same relationship that they have with their spouse in order to have that type of a talk with them or what have you. And so I think that that's one thing that we have to keep in our minds as married couples, um, or even as those of us who who want to be married. Um, is to remember that marriage is a growth process. You you have to be willing to grow and learn about yourself, not just learn about the other person. And that's what kind of makes it complicated, is that you're you're learning, you know, in marriage you just can't be one-sided. You can't just try to learn as much as you need to learn about yourself and then be like, okay, well, they'll catch on, you know, and then uh, or think that your spouse is just going to catch on later. You have to actually try to get to know your spouse and get to know the differences and the changes that they're going to face and, you know, some of the challenges that married couples go through in their in their time of marriage is, you know, is being able to face those various challenges and how to communicate with that with each other and how to handle those different things as they're moving forward in their married life. So I think it's so interesting and so poignant that we've been sharing these stories, you know, and I'm going to kind of chime back a little bit because I got a little happy uh, in the mix of sharing this with you guys, but I'm going to let us kind of share, you know, if you were to say what is the, the, the glue or what is your magic touch or what is the thing that, that you think that works well for for the different dynamics of your marriage, whether it's, you know, um, how to build intimacy in your marriage, the different things, different ideas that you use to build intimacy, or whether it's if you guys are in a heated debate or intensive fellowship, we call it an if, um, in our marriage, if you're having an if moment, and and so if you're having an if moment, how do you diffuse that? How do you um, pull it back or narrow it down so that you can so that you all can kind of hear each other's point of view? Or it's how weary, you know, when one parent has done something and the other parent done the other. How do you guys face that? So I threw a lot out there to kind of give you guys a couple of different options to kind of choose from to provide us. Uh, those who are out there listening, some insight on different ideas they can use to to build their marriage moving forward. You know, what what is that 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 awesome ingredient? And for all of us, I know that that awesome ingredient is Jesus Christ and having Him as our Lord and Savior and following what He told us to do. That is always at the forefront. And so, even 
but we can say we use our relationship with Jesus Christ, but how do we practically apply that in our daily walk? So I'm going to go to uh, Doc and Bishop first, and then right after them, um, Prophet Samantha and Pastor Daddy, and then you would just chime in and hit on that as well. Well, praise God. I'm still trying to clear my thought there. <laughs> oh, praise God. That was a lot of information, Prophet. Uh, but it was it is so important, uh, as I was saying earlier, that you have an uh, that you understand one another. And the only way you can really get to understand one another is through growth and experience in life, uh, in a marriage relationship. Um when you're not focused on just, you know, dissolving it and, and quitting and giving up whenever uh, this, uh, uh, disagreement is there or you're not happy about something, then you can, that's how you grow. That's how you learn. That's how you develop and strengthen uh, your relationship. What Bishop and myself have learned through the years, after 40 something years of being married, uh, we've learned that. You, the communication is one of the, the, the top keys that you can use uh, in a relationship. You you have to be able to, to just be open with one another. You have to be able to just say, you know, what you thought or what you're thinking. You have to say, you know, what, uh, you know, describe or tell them what, how you felt about something that was said or something that was done. You have to be open uh, enough and truthful enough even though you may feel like, oh, this might be hurting, it might, this might, you know, not be a good thing to say. If it's, if you, that's what you're feeling, you have to be open enough to say it. it. It's sort of, you know, it's something like what you said you and, you know, your husband do. You know, you all just, you know, give the truth. You just give the naked truth. And, you know, you just be open with one another, straightforward with one another. And, and that's that's how you have to be. Uh, you you can't understand one another when there are things being held back. You can't understand one another and be strengthened when you feel like something is being left out. You have to be open to, you know, one another so much, so so transparent that the other one already knows what you are thinking even before you say something when something comes up. And that's 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 only developed and strengthened through years. Of, of of having a compassion and an understanding of one another, and that's how you grow. The, you know, Bishop and myself, we you know, we have certain words that we can say. You know, as you stated earlier, that we can say to one another, we can tell that okay, you know, this is not a good subject to to tap into right now. You know, we're just going to leave that alone. We're going to talk about something else, or we're going to discuss something else, and and because we already know. If certain words come forth out of our mouths, then we already have an understanding. Okay, I don't want to deal with that right now. And when we're ready to deal with it, then we, you know, we get alone somewhere and we sit and we, we, you know, we say, okay, you know, I didn't want to talk about it then, but I can talk about it now. And then just start opening up and releasing it in a sense of, you know, it's not like you're forcing somebody something on someone. But you you have been open and you tell them this is how that made me feel. This is how I received what you said, and and then you can you know conversate back and forth with one another to get the understand the true understanding of what was meant when uh, that was said 
or 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 how they felt or whatever. And that's 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 how we strengthen ourselves through this relationship of forty something years. It's you know, um it's loving enough to not wanna quit, loving enough to not wanna give up, loving enough to wanna be open with one another and loving enough to, to, to know that, you know, this person really cares for me. This person really loves me, and it's demonstrated each day. When we, you know, we lay down to go to sleep, we wake up, and we, you know, looking at each other, we say good morning, and as we say good morning, we're acknowledging our love to one another, and then we go through our day. It's the process of understanding, having a great understanding of one another, and not taking each other for granted. You don't just do things or say things just because. No, you you have an understanding between the each of you, you know, that you know how far you can go with a conversation and how far you can't go with the conversation, and you know what to say and what not to say, and you know what's hurting to that individual and what's not hurting to that individual because you've discussed it through the years. So if if if, if you start, you know, uh, talking about something that you know is going to be hurting to the individual, then you you stop. You say, okay, you know, I, I you know I understand. I feel like I I, I I'm I'm you know upsetting you. Or whatever you know, and you back away from that, and then you come at it in a different angle if it's something you need to get out you know and to open about something but it's 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 that compassion, that love, that care, that gentleness, you know the realness about you that really is what strengthens a relationship and what strengthens a marriage. Wow, Doc, that that was good. That was good. There were a lot of key points that you brought out. Prophet Samantha and Pastor Thaddeus. Amen, Prophet. As, as, as Pastor Charlene was talking, I was thinking about when Pastor Tony and I um, first were together, one of the things that, that one of the mindsets that I had was that I wanted to show him the real me. Um, a lot of times in in relationships, we're especially in the beginning, it's all Google eyes, and you know you're you're all lovey dovey, and you want to, you know, put your best foot forward, so to speak, um, and not always show that, you know, the real side of you. But I wanted him to to know that sometimes I'm not always, you know, it's it's not always sweet. Sometimes it is sour, you know, and, and because I wanted to, my mindset was. If you can't handle me in my bad times, then it's good for you to know that now before you start talking marriage and, and we're going to, you know, live this life together and then I show you this whole different side. No, I want you to see who I really am and can you still love me in the bad times as well as the good times. And so that was uh, the, one of the things about being real, you know, even before we – um, were engaged or got married is the the realness of of who we are, and then, as we were married, um it is getting that having that trust that I can say what I need to say, and you still love me. I can say what I need to say, and you still be there for me um because it's never good to have uh this secret in marriage this these secret feelings in marriage that you never express because eventually it all comes out and it boils over and when you hold things in like that it um because sometimes people hold them in for so long it comes out all wrong and it is so it's so powerful because people have been holding things in for so long that it can it can end a relationship in just one moment and so it's always important to to um 
be able to express yourself. But one of the things also is that I always wanted to, you know, have a vision for our marriage. What is the vision for our marriage? So over the years and through all the things that we've, you know, experienced and all the different things that come um, over the course of a lifetime, one of the things for me and and having a vision for our marriage is that we would always spend time together. And it's not always going out. It's not always, you know, going to dinner or going to a movies or things like that, but it's sometimes it's just coming in our room and, and maybe we're turning on the television and watching a movie. Maybe we're just sitting here, but just being close to him, just being able to lay my, my head on his chest and, and talk with him and spending time with him, that's very important uh, to me and for the, the vision and for the future of our marriage because our our children won't always be here. All the things that we're dealing with even now won't always be a factor, but but he and I are the the glue, and so it's it's important to to have that intimacy together. Amen. Um, I guess one of the things that I would say for me um, when it comes to uh, uh, keeping things together and, and is um, always dealing with, I guess, the the topic or you know, if you say the if, you know, the thing that is going on, and never making it uh, personal or an attack on on each other, um, because. Um, when you when you when you deal because if obviously if you're having a, a if or having a, a problem there is there is something at hand that's the problem, and it is not the, it's not the person if you will, and so it's it's key to understand that you know not to to you know because sometimes when we get in heated discussions you you feel like well you know I'm I'm, I'm I'm being attacked, and so our natural defense mechanisms rise up, but we need to defend, and so in defending, we, we, we then go on the attack. And so I think it's important that um, when, when, when there is disagreement, when there is an a, a issue or problem, is to always deal with the what, is, what will solve the problem in, in, in my eyes or, you know, what fixes the problem and not uh, lay you out in the process, if you will, um, but it, uh, it's so that when you when you leave the the situation, you feel like oh, we we it was productive. We 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 solved the problem, and we didn't hurt each other in the process of, of solving the problem because the problem wasn't necessarily one another. Like as Pastor Charlene said, you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. So the the each other is not the problem. It's just dealing with the the circumstance or the situation that is at hand, and not uh, being uh, not going in. To to harm one another um, because I, I've I've seen you know seen the the results of that I, I've seen that you know um, uh, what it what it what it feels like if you will and, and know that um, when you when you leave it's like the the problem never got broached but you you the uh, so the, you you leave you know just scarred and, and beat up but there was nothing there was really no resolution to the problem that was really at hand and so that's that's one of the things i feel like you know as as i go as as i grow as i go is that's one of the things that i always i only want to deal with what's what's the problem and not necessarily digging into uh prophetess and 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 trying to say anything that would hurt her but just to to deal with what is at hand amen wow i think that's so important you guys share some key points you know making sure that you keep that open line of communication and, and understanding that you need to be intentional about it and love each other enough to to communicate and be real with each other and be authentic so that you're not, you know, so that your spouse is not thinking, okay, I thought I was getting this, but now I'm getting that. What's going on? And um, 
and then making sure that when you are dealing with the intensive um, conversations or the intensive fellowship, as we like to call it, that you're only dealing with what is current um, and not bringing in everything else. Um, I like I like what you all were saying, you know, throw the baby out with the bathwater or, or whatever. You're not throwing everything, the kitchen sink at the person, you know. So I want to um, give, uh, give Bishop some time to talk to us a little bit about what stuck out and some of the things that, you know, that he uses even in his marriage um, to to keep it strong and keep it growing. Well, I'm excited to, to join you all today. I uh uh, beautiful Saturday here in Florida And uh, don't know what it's like in Colorado today But I won't rub it in But uh, I'm sure you got a real good mountaintop visitation Amen Of how beautiful the Lord is on today And those of you that are watching us Listening to us on the World Wide Web Appreciate all of you for coming in And I thought that as I listened to many of you I thought, you know, an old saying that You know, I've learned And that is The the measure of a man is not his muscles, but the muscles that measure a man is his character. And one of the things that I've learned through communication and what my wife has taught me is, and that is maintain your character. And that is no matter what you do in life, you got to be integrous. You know, you can't be, you know, Jekyll and Hyde. You can't switch out. You can't change. you got to be consistent. And that's what I've learned in my relationship is that your character has to be consistent. You can't wave away from it. If you've done some things that, you know, is not right or, uh, you know, that, that got you on the side, that's brought things into question, guess what? you got to become authentic. In other words, you got to come up front and say, you know what, there's an area of weakness there. There's, I'm not strong in that area. I, I need help in that area. And one thing I can say through communicating with my wife, one of the things that she's taught me is be consistent with your character. Be integrous, you know, and and that's the bottom line. You know, in, in the military we say deal with the bluff, and the bluff is to bring the bottom line up front, you know, because once you deal with that bottom line up front, people can trust you. People can stand strong with you. People will affirm you. People will bring credibility to the profile and the status of your life that you exhibit and that you express. But guess what? That the, the 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 measure of a man is not his muscles. You know, I see women putting muscles of men on Facebook and thinking that's the man. That ain't the man. But the muscle that measures the man is his character. That shows you his strength. That shows you what he's capable of doing. How he can endure. Why? Because he's not going to waver from the person that he expresses, the person that he lives, the person that he 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 he, he, he lives. He, he he gives all his characteristics and traits out to you. Know him. You know all his attributes. You know uh, what turns him on, what motivates him, what moves him. And that's the same with is in my wife. There are things that I know moves my wife that. One of the things I tell people a lot is my wife like 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 time. She she she's conscious of time, and, and she's not gonna let me spend a week without having some time with her. That's just in her DNA, and she wants that time. And so I make sure that I give her what her greatest need is. And so she knows, glory to God, that I just like to share moments with her. I like to do things that's exciting with her. That's the kind of person I am. 
I just like to have fun. And so uh, so these are the kind of things that, you know, we do to build that character, to build that conversation and, and be real with ourselves. You know, some days we, we don't have it. Some days we're not uh, living on top of the mountain, but we're authentic. We, we're, we're, we're not trying to sugarcoat it. And we don't have it all together every day. But guess what? Every day we, we, we fall in love. Every day we, we make our love count. And that's why, you know, I could preach on that message right there, make your love count. Because there are certain people that don't know how to define their love. And certain people mix love up with romance and don't know it's the romance circle that you go through that you perform before you even get to the lovemaking. So there's a lot of things that you do to build that character to show people that you're integrity. You know, uh, Colin Powell, he said this. He said your character has to be like mud. He said whether you freeze mud, whether you thaw mud out, it's still mud. And so you still have to be the same person you are, whether, amen, you're in, the, you're in the hot season, you're in the cold season, you're in the bad season, you're in a good season, you're in a season that's unexplainable, you're in a season that you don't know what's happening, a season that you know happening. You have to maintain that character. And so I want to challenge some of you out there. Maybe there's some things that you're battling over and it looks like your character's being brought into uh, question. Well, the greatest thing to do is understand the law of exposure, that once you expose it, it no longer controls you. It no longer has power over you. So expose that little box. Expose that little thing that you think is mounted up to something major in your life. I know I'm taking up a whole lot of time this morning, but I want to challenge somebody out there today to say, you know what, this year I'm going to take time building my character. This year I'm going to take time being loyal. This time, I'm going to, this year, I'm going to be committed. This year, you know, I'm going to be consistent. This year, I'm not going to be lazy with some things. This year, I'm going to make my love last. I'm telling you that once you get that uh, uh, passion in you and you get that persuasion in you and you wake up with that kind of drive in you, that kind of power in you, you'll care. You'll care. Go about the skill. People that will even try to challenge you at times to see if you really, amen, in those things that matters to your life, matters to your conviction, matters, amen, to who you are as a person. Guess what? They'll see that you're totally convinced and persuaded of who you are. You know, it's like that songwriter said, I got a good, good father. And you know what? Somebody ought to be able to say when they look at your relationship, I got a good, good marriage. That's who I am. And you ought to be able to say that. Hallelujah. Because your character speaks louder than what? Your words. Wow, Bishop. Wow. You know, there's a lot of key nuggets that you brought out concerning marriage. And I love the part, I mean, I even love the part of what you just said. You know, we want our marriage people to look at us. We don't do our marriage or, or act a certain way in our marriage because of uh of wanting that display of people saying that we have a good marriage. But we, we know if someone looks at us, our kids look at us, or um, our family or friends look at us, we want, we want to be able to have that testimony that we have a wonderful, that we have a good marriage, and, and that people have seen, people who see us through our ups and downs and our highs and our lows, 
and recognize that, man, they made it. They, you know, how did they make it? You know, and they can sit back and watch us. And I think a lot of times that we, even as couples, don't realize that couples do watch us, that people do watch us, and they are looking to see, you know, how we respond to each other, how we relate to each other, how we handle difficult times, how do we laugh with each other, how do we take time for each other, you know. And so how do we protect each other? How do we protect our marriage? And so there is so many things that, that comes out of what Bishop just said. I mean, he's right. You can just pull about ten different messages and topics out of what he was just sharing to, to pull it into your life. So I, I encourage you, those of you who are listening to this on podcast, to just kind of go back through all of the key points that we've been sharing with you all on how to build your marriage, how to strengthen your marriage. You know, I'm going to take a, uh, um, Ian, um, we have about 12 more minutes in the broadcast, um, and we're going to continue on the subject matter because I think that it's so important that we understand that, you know, marriage is, is I tell people and I tell my kids, you know, uh, and they're grown, they're grown and gone, but whenever we have the opportunity to talk to them about their marriage or, or the prospect of marriage, because none of them are married yet, you know, I always share with them that marriage is hard work, and marriage is not for those who want to be selfish because you have to be selfless in marriage. You're growing together. You have to be willing to die to yourself on a regular basis, you know, and, and um, you know, Pastor George and I, we have, we're, we're two A-type personality-type people. I'm a little bit more flamboyant than he is, but Pastor George definitely has that A-type personality side to himself. And when you bring us together, there's times where there's going to be that dynamic friction, you know, and how do you handle that? And one of the things that we do is, is we communicate with each other. And that's the common uh, um, uh, tone that has been shared across all of the couples that you've listened to over the last few weeks is building that line of communication, learning your spouse, getting to know them, recognizing what works for them, knowing we know that we can push our spouse's buttons, but, okay, in pushing our spouse's buttons, how can we push the right buttons at the right time? I think Bishop had talked about that in our first week, you know, recognizing that you can push the buttons to turn your spouse on. You can also push the buttons to turn your spouse off and away. So recognize that you can push those buttons. That's how I continue in to allow even um, Trish to share with us and keep things that, you know, she's pulled out and, and some of the things that they use to keep their, their marriage growing um, as, as a younger couple because they're the youngest couple of the group um, that we've been talking about. But I think it's important because, you know, that is the trend. You know, Bishop and, and Doc have been married for about over, you know, together for about over 40 years. And uh, Pastor George and I and Prophet Samantha and Daddy and I have been in that 16, 17 marriage year window, and um, Trish and Jerome, you guys are, Trish, you guys are in uh, six, seven years window? Uh, yeah, we're coming up on our seventh year. Yeah, and so to share with couples so they recognize, you know, that this is this is not just a, a something that, oh, you know, that's just for the old folks, or you've been married over 10 years, that works for you. Okay, you guys have been married seven years. What are you guys doing to grow your relationship and to keep the fire burning and to learn about each other as you are maturing in your marriage walk? Um, well, wow, that's a really good question. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, good to be on the Raw class. Uh, I would actually say talking to you all, believe it or not, I know that sound, may sound very cliche, but we pay attention to a lot of um, older I learned at a young age that um, 
talking to older people, talking to people that have been through before, they can kind of guide you through some obstacles that they've been through that they can kind of help you uh, navigate your way through. And definitely, uh, as you all have said, and I'm sure many of us have repeated it several times, is you really have to learn not to be selfish. And um, I grew up thinking that I wasn't selfish until I got married, and I did not realize just how selfish I was. Uh, My time became my time. I didn't want to share it. I felt like you should do what I wanted to do because I didn't ask for much. And what helped us really is to be able to look at those marriages that have been successful, some of the things that we enjoy seeing other couples, um, and asking them, like, how did you guys get there? What is it that you did? And then trusting that the guidance that you gave us was actually going to work. I think a lot of times with us younger couples, we do feel like, oh, you guys don't get it because we see the where you are today. We weren't in the process of you all transitioning. And so sometimes it's difficult to realize that you guys went through some very difficult and trying times, and it took a lot of give and take, a lot of prayer, a lot of communication to get you there. And so uh, that's exactly what um, my husband and I do. We, we talk a lot. We, we have fun together. Uh, initially in our the beginning of our marriage, we didn't enjoy each other's company because, you know, we were both um, immature uh, and both kind of wanted things to go our way and had been accustomed to uh, the lives that we had set for ourselves. So when we came together, uh, both of us had the mindset of it's my way or the highway. And so that was a very difficult transition for us. And so uh, we didn't like each other for the first couple of years of our marriage. We loved each other. We just didn't like each other. Um, and we kind of stayed together because uh, both of us have egos, and neither one of us wanted to have to share with our family that we weren't successful in our marriage. So God actually used our pride to keep us together because uh, none of us liked the fact of having to admit that we failed at something. And so it was during that time that we really had to seek God together. And um, just, man, God, God can break you. We didn't realize how well he breaks you, but... He knows how to break you down, and, and I'll tell any young couple, uh, man, you you can't do it without God. You think you can. You know, even with us being believers, we tried to. We tried to have a successful marriage without God, and it just wasn't possible. And so I encourage all young couples uh, definitely build a um, relationship with God because uh, the closer you get to God, the easier it is to love your spouse. Um, only because... Uh, when you don't like them, you remember what God did for you. And so you show compassion to your spouse because even when you feel like they don't deserve it, you remember how much God has done for you. And you kind of a lot more uh, compassionate towards them. Um, and uh, someone made a joke to us a couple months ago and was like, hey, you guys are coming up on a seven-year itch. That means, you know, uh, that's that time in life when you decide you want to get married. And I chuckled and told him, uh, no, our itch was uh, the first four years. So we, we don't itch and we, we permanently stuck together now. And so um, I just thank God for the, the transition um, from seeing us where we were to where we are now. And, again, it's that effective communication and just learning how to keep God first and remembering to remain selfless, and that's the only thing that will allow your marriage to, to function successfully. Wow. So if you're out there listening to us today and you realize that these are some key points that you you can bring forward into your marriage, we encourage you to reach out to us and, and you know, via Facebook or at our women campsite, you know, we have a place where you can leave comments and tell us what you've learned about um, this real couple of talk that we've had with the various couples here on our broadcast. You know, it's so important that we 
remain open, we keep the line of communication open in our marriages. And as we push forward, you know, to continue to build stronger marriages and to have that example, our children will have stronger marriages. You know, I think sometimes that we, we forget that there are others who are listening in who are, who are, who are anticipating us uh, to be the strong voice for us or to be that strong example so that they can follow our lead, you know. And so we have to lead that example for our children and for our children's children so that they can develop and have those successful marriages that they're looking for. It's not okay for us to just say, well, you know, uh, we just didn't work out of blah, blah, blah. But, no, we, we're here to be an example. And as, as believers and as Christians, it's very important that we maintain um, the, the standard that God has given us to maintain. Even if, um, you you know, I want to encourage the person who's, who's dealt with a failed marriage before, you know, and, and things didn't work out. That doesn't mean that you, you have to, that, you know, you're basically cursed for life and that you're, you will never have marriage. No, that's not the case. You know, even um, Pastor George and I, Pastor George was previously married, and, and now we have a fruitful and a blessed marriage together. God gives us second chances. The gift of salvation is the gift of a second chance. And so you have that opportunity to have a second chance. But the, the key thing is, is to learn from the mistakes that you make. Learn from the, the areas where you may have went wrong and build from there. Don't allow yourself to repeat the same thing over and over. Don't allow that cycle to be repeated in your life. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, it takes hard work to do that because breaking a habit is not easy. Because once you cross over the threshold of of that, you know, 21 day or 30 day cycle or 60 day cycle of of breaking the habit, then you have to resist the temptation to fall back into it. You know, um, so that you don't so you're not doomed to repeat history. And I think a lot of times we're not careful enough in what we do that we don't guard ourselves from, from repeating the history of, of bad behavior or negative things or bringing in negative things in our lives. So I want to speak that over your life, that be aggressive about not, you know, about allowing God to lead you to be the right person for your spouse. Be aggressive about, you know, growing and learning who you need to be as a person because I've seen God bring you know, bring couples back together who have gotten divorced, and then later on in life, their paths crossed again, and they were they had grown and they had matured, and they reconnected and renewed their vows and and got remarried together. And I've seen it where that they you know it just went two different ways, and they were both happy and and vibrant people, and were able to still be closer to each other. So I just want to encourage you, those of you who are out there who are listening, who maybe who may have that as your experience. To, to have your, you know, so to have your chin, chin, lift your chin up. You know, don't hang down your head. It's, it's not the end of, of what God has promised you. It's definitely the door is going to open again for you. So, you know, learn from where you've been and then grow and allow God to allow your heart to be healed so that you can move forward. You know, this has been a dynamic, awesome time this month in honoring uh, what we call the, the, the month of love and and really dealing with relationships with couples because I think that that's so important as we continue to move forward. And, and like I said, these are these podcasts are out there, so if you need to listen to them over and over and over again, please feel free to do so. And, and as we grow to the close of our broadcast and even to the close of this segment, I'm so looking forward. And I just wanted to thank all of the couples 
chime in with us and to share some key things, some key nuggets. And Bishop, you know, you're always, you know, you're always dropping some some wisdom on us that just have our minds just spiraling, right? And and I thank you know Pastor Thaddeus and Prophet Samantha, you know, for being on the line with us and for just sharing those key points and just be willing to share the different experiences you guys have enjoyed. And thank you, Tricia, and and your husband Anthony for releasing you. Um, to share with us um, this month from from you all's perspective, from your marriage, and I thank my husband, um, Dr. Ford, for for just allowing and being open to share some of our vulnerable points in our marriage here with you all on the broadcast. You know, we always enjoy sharing these, you know, being transparent with you and sharing the goodness about what God is doing in our lives as couples, and I just wanted to thank each and every one of you all for, for just sacrificing your time and being with us on the broadcast this month. Um, to share with us in this, this month of love um, with all the those who are out there listening to us in radio land. And I want to encourage you all, as you move forward in your lives, ladies, continue to, to go to God and continue to seek him in prayer as to how you could be that good wife to your husband. You know, this month we've had the male side and the female side, but I want to encourage you from the male, from the female perspective to, to fight hard to be the good wife that God has called you to be, to support your husband and to love him to, and to respect him as God has commissioned us to do as women of faith. And God will bless you and he will honor you for it. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning into the broadcast today, and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Thank you for joining the conversation with us today. We want to hear from you. So go to our website at www.women-camp.com and share your comments with us and gain more information on the Women Camp community and upcoming events. As always, thank you for tuning in today. We wish you well and have a wonderful day.